Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Happy Wednesday. Or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever day you're listening to this. Happy New Year once again, because my first episode was not me talking to you directly like this. So I feel like we just have time to catch up. I hope you had a good New Year's Eve and New Year's and you're having a good start to the year, you know. I love a brand new, fresh 365 days. Something about a new year just ignites a fire in all of us. It's kind of like, yo, time is ticking. You know, we're moving forward. It's a new year. We feel like we have to shed everything in the new year and just, you know, keep it going. And that's that's the mood I'm in. I'm in a groove. However... I feel like my New Year's kind of got messed up a little bit in a way that, well, I don't know if it's a mess up or it's a good thing. I I mean, I know it's a good thing, but when it comes to like New Year and routine and habits and stuff, it kind of got messed up because I'm currently recording this from Ghana. I am in Kumase, Ghana. Which is also new for me. I never visited Kumasi even before this year. I grew up in Accra, Tema, and I've just always been a Accra girly. You know, I've been an Accra girly. And my mom that I lived with when I grew up in Ghana recently, not recently, but in the time that we've been away, she moved to Kumasi. So that's just where I've been spending majority of this vacation. And so, yeah, I'm in Kumase, which means that my new year is a little interesting. I started the new year in a different country. I actually started the new year. January 1st, I went back to the place I was born. And maybe that's, I don't know, maybe if I sit and really think about it, I can come up with a deep meaning. (laughs) We didn't plan to visit um, my old house on January 1st. It just happened to be like we landed in Ghana January 31st. And we're like, oh, tomorrow let's go see like family, relatives, 
So we ended up at the place that my mom and dad gave birth to me in the same house. And it was kind of like a compound house, which is basically like an apartment. But instead of vertical, it's horizontal. So the houses are next to each other, kind of like hotel style. But yeah, because like one door just leads to one apartment. However, you all share a compound, which is why it's called a compound house. You all share like a front yard where you do everything like cook, clean, take a shower. You also share a shower and a toilet. So that's where I was. And maybe there's some symbolism to me being there on January 1st. But I haven't thought that far yet. All I know is that being here at the start of 2023 is kind of messing up the vibe because uh, maybe I shouldn't have such a negative look on it. It's just I'm not in my home, so I don't have I can't really set up the routines and like all these things that I want to start the new year with, like, you know, exercising regularly or stretching when I wake up and doing this and lighting my candle before bed and all of these things like it just I'm I I feel like I'm out of my element so I can't really start these practices maybe that is also just an excuse I don't know there's a lot going on in Kumasi here I'm in the house with like maybe 10 other people that might be an exaggeration let me count one two three eight nine it was not an exaggeration 10 including me so there's 10 people in the house you see it kind of makes it hard to implement any routines or thingy you know new year practices also i'm on vacation which means i want to sleep in i don't want to wake up early and exercise and stretch i don't want to read before bed i want to be on tiktok you know, I want to just, just do the lazy stuff because this is a vacation for me. So starting off the new year with vacation, maybe actually that's exactly what I need. You know, purge all the bad habits out. <laughs> and then when I land back in America, I will be ready to go. I think that's how I should look at it. I'm purging. I'm getting all the laziness out of me this vacation. Which is funny because I'm actually not being lazy. Like, I clogged into work today, even though I'm not supposed to. Did a little something because they needed some help. And I'm recording this podcast. So, maybe I'm not being lazy after all, you know? But you get me. Speaking of America, being in Ghana has given me a culture shock. And I never knew that you could get culture shock from your own culture. But... I am in a culture shock, for real. I think not being in Ghana for so long, almost 11 years that I ago, 11 years ago that I left. So it's been 11 years of me not being in Ghana. And it's kind of split in the middle. So my time has been split like in the middle, you know. I was raised up until I was 11 in Accra, Ghana. And then from 11 to 22, from 11 to 22, 
I grew up in America. So it's split in the middle, like exactly in the middle where I can't claim that I was raised more in a certain place and more in it, you know, because it's just exactly in the middle. But America has an advantage because from 11 to 22, you kind of remember everything. But from zero years old to 11, you kind of only remember like maybe the latter five or six years vividly. So it feels like more of my life was in America. And because of that, I didn't realize how much America spoiled me. Um, We are so spoiled. Like if you live in America, you are so spoiled. I'm currently sitting in a room. We have no electricity. Our electricity went out earlier this earlier today. It hasn't been back. It keeps like coming back for a second and then going out. I've also had no running water for the last 10 days. And maybe the whole Ghana in December, Detti December, that whole thing maybe romanticized Ghana a bit for me. Um, I didn't come here to do Detti December. <laughs> I came here to visit my family. And so I wasn't doing any Detti December things, you know, all the TikToks and the back in Ghana in December, all the chilling and the, you know, you know, the resorts and the vacate, like, you know, the whole view that Ghana has kind of earned and I say earned in a good way because Ghana has earned it the whole tourism movement that's going on in Ghana right now where people are just coming for resorts and you see the horses you see the good restaurants you see the girls in their beautiful outfits looking stunning going to the clubs the bars the parties Afrochella Afro Nation all these things romanticize Ghana for me because Nobody was showing what Ghana was actually like. Like, all I was seeing were um, Detti December stuff. All I was seeing was Ghana stuff. Um, So this podcast isn't about Ghana. I'm just letting a little rant out. But I'll get get into a full Ghana episode with Clara when we get back, kind of recapping everything. But it has just been a shock for us, like a shock, because we didn't come and then immediately go to a hotel or a resort and then get ready for a party and then go to an expensive restaurant that has not been the vibe we landed um came to meet my mom Zoel has actually been here for the past eight months so i'm thinking like poor thing we when my mom decided to you know let her go to ghana for a bit and like go to school there just to get a little bit of culture in her because she was raised here she was raised in america so she doesn't have you know you know american kids she was behaving like an american kid and my mom was like all right enough so you know when they threatened to send you back to ghana yeah it wasn't a threat for her it was a reality she's been here for the past eight months and every time she called and she was like i want to go back to america i hate it here i don't like blah blah blah." we thought she was being so ungrateful we thought she was being so ungrateful we're like are you serious this is the ghana that we grew up and we love and you know stop complaining you're gonna love it like you know in a little bit you're gonna love it (laughs) and now it's been 10 days and 
<laughs> and we're like, all right, it's time to pack it up. <laughs> it's time to pack it up. Um, which makes me feel bad because this is my country. You know what I mean? Like this is my country. I have so much affection for it, but it's just such, it's just so wild to see that I was romanticizing a Ghana that didn't really exist for me. Like that wasn't the Ghana I knew growing up. All the Ghana I was seeing on Instagram and TikTok, like, yes, it exists and it's accessible. I can get, I can get it. And next week we're going to Accra and we're going to try and do a couple of the touristy stuff, the beaches, you know, try and really live the Ghana that we see online. But for the most part of the trip, we knew that we would be with family, but we didn't really realize like what that meant that that just like that's no hotels no resorts we are in we are living like Ghanaians you know instead of living like American people in Ghana we're living like Ghanaians and Ghana is hard (laughs) Ghana is beautiful and it's fun and it's you know it has its charming parts but it's it's hard we literally have had no running water for 10 days I don't know why that blows my mind, but it does. And yeah, the light is off. Like I literally can't even charge my phone or anything. Nobody can use any electric, like there's no electricity. (laughs) So it's just been a shock. It's just been a shock. And I feel lied to, but also I feel kind of sad that I didn't realize like, you know, this is how I, it was growing up. Um, I, I think I forgot all the hard parts and just kind of missed it so much that I forgot that, you know, I'm living good in America. Like, this is not the norm. The American lifestyle is not the norm for a lot of people. So it gives me a whole new perspective on gratitude and just appreciating what I have and not taking anything for granted, you know? Um, so yeah, that's a brief bit about what's going on currently. Can you Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And, what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What I do want to talk about, though, is the new year. (laughs) I have a lot of things 
planned for the new year not planned but just yes planned let me say planned i was gonna bring out like my kind of goal board that i made to read them out to you but then i don't know if i want to read all my goals to y'all so i'm just gonna break them down into a couple of different things and basically what i'm doing this 2023 to kind of serve myself serve god and serve you better Ooh, that's a good one serve myself serve god and serve you <gasps> mm. i just thought of that right now but that's a great way to break down all the goals because one was like religion or spirituality one was business one was personal so it's kind of a nice way to do all that so yeah this episode is all about the habits mindset and you know goals the theme of the year yada 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 for 2023 and i'm excited i'm excited i feel like everyone is excited about 2023 you know um i didn't feel this excitement about 2022 i'm just gonna say that like more people are excited for 2023 than they are for 2022. And I saw somewhere that it's because it feels like 2023, we've kind of wrapped up the whole 2020, 2021, 2022 era of pandemic. And 2023 just feels like finally we're turn- turning a new chapter. And I think everyone is just getting over their... The world is healing again. So everyone is more ambitious. That's just the energy I'm getting. Like everyone's just ambitious this year, which is good. We need some ambition in us. It's like nobody wants to work these days. <laughs> we need ambition. I'm talking to myself. So the theme of this year, for me personally, I know a couple churches are doing themes that I kind of resonate with, and I'll tell you some of them. But the theme for my year this year is actually obedience that's the theme of the year obedience for me personally because there's a lot of things that i don't obey god on and i hear it in my ears you know i feel it i feel the spirit nudging and i just don't obey i make excuses i you know I just completely do the opposite, and it's just not okay. I saw somewhere that waiting for, actually it was on TikTok. She said, waiting for the right time is disobedience. And it hit me like a truck, seriously. It really hit me like a truck. Because even this episode right now, I was like, oh, you know, I made up a bunch of excuses. I said, I'm in Ghana right now. I want to start visually recording the podcast. How many times have I said this? First of all, I want to start visually recording the podcast and put them on YouTube and put some clips on TikTok and not IG Reels. I, my pride is still way too high to post on IG Reels. Someone needs to talk sense into me because I literally, literally, I literally cringe at the thought of IG Reels and it's bad. Like, I know you could just do a lot with IG Reels, but, like, I just can't bring myself to post a reel. I can't. Even when a brand hits me up and they were like, they're like, you know, we'll pay you this for a post, but we'll pay you more for a reel. I am <laughs> so dumb enough that I'll just be like, you know what? I'll just do the Instagram post because I cannot bring myself to post a reel. 
it just makes me cringe so i don't know maybe you'll see me some posts some reels this year and if you do see me posting reels this year just know that i am cringing at myself and it's taking a lot of strength and willpower to ignore the side of me that thinks posting reels is cringy you know it's taking a lot of strength but i might post some reels but it's just just know it's taking a lot of strength um but yeah i there's a lot of things that i want to do and because i'm in ghana for three weeks i was saying you know it's too long of a time like you know this like i want to visually record the podcast starting this year so maybe i should just not post while i'm in ghana and just wait till i'm back so i can visually record my first episode blah 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 all these things i was just making excuses i was just making excuses to get out of posting <laughs> while i'm in ghana and it's just and then I saw the TikTok that said waiting for the right time is disobedience because I feel like I'm always waiting for everything to be perfect before I do something. I think I've explained it earlier in another episode where I kind of broke down in my brain what it looks like when I don't do something. It's because like something was off, you know, something was off in the way that I envisioned it, the task, whatever. So, because one thing is off, I called the whole task off. And that's what I was trying to do. And I just realized that I'm 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 disobeying. I am just being disobedient. I need to stop waiting for the right time and just do what God is telling me to do. There's so much evidence that God is working through this podcast. First of all, like thank you to everyone who listens and sends me messages about it it means a lot but it also shows me that this is purposeful you know like I'm actually doing something purposeful here and something that God has given me like I I didn't conjure up all this audience God gave it to me God gave me you guys so I need to steward it and I think when I was talking with Darren Starks maybe in my episode or their episode he said okay I think it might have been mine where he said that you know what keeps him motivated is just being like knowing that he's a steward of what God has given him and he like wants to steward the world well and that kind of also hit for me it's like I need to steward this so I need to stop being disobedient and follow what God is telling me to do so that's the theme of this year, disobedience. And it doesn't just come down to the podcast or like social media, just down to everything. I think I'll, I did a couple things wrong last year, made a couple mistakes, not a couple, a lot of mistakes. And it just all boils down to disobedient, you know, neglecting the voice of God that I hear, not dying to myself as much as I should, just p- kind of basically giving myself like giving myself the go ahead <laughs> to do things that I know I shouldn't do. So the theme is disobedient and dis- I mean the theme is not disobedience, sorry. The theme is obedience and just being obedient to the calling, to the voices, to the instructions, to the nudging, everything. Being obedient to everything that I hear and it's going to be hard and I will not succeed 100% 
But knowing that that's the theme of the year, it's going to keep my focus on that, hopefully. And try to obey, you know, anytime I hear God's voice. Okay, that's the theme of the year. However, um, there's a church, some of you may know it, it's called KFT. A lot of people message me about this. They're like, oh, you should go to KFT. I want to visit one day, which I will. It's called Kingdom Full Tabernacle. I've been slowly and slowly getting into their word and services. And I follow them on Instagram. So I saw that the theme of the year for them was taking off. Like the theme of king. No, it said the year of kingdom influence and take off. And I was like, whoa, that sounds like my year. That's that's the year I want to be in. Kingdom influence and take off. And then like last week. You know, around the new year, I had a dream that I was going back to America. (laughs) And maybe this is just about me wanting to be back. But I had a dream that, and the dream was just not even me going to America. It was just me in the plane and getting ready for takeoff. And then as soon as the plane took off, like, the dream ended. So it was just, like, me buckling up and anticipating and, like, holding somebody's hand, I forgot whose hand it was, and just kind of, like, getting ready for that, like, up. Sorry. Why not, Shoshana? No. Thanks. Um... So yeah, that was the dream and then the dream just ended and and then I saw that KFT's theme of the year was takeoff and the video they posted, it was a plane taking off and I was like, Mm-mm, there are no coincident- coincidences in the spiritual realm, there's not. So I'm taking it personal this year and I think with my theme of obedience, I will actually be able to achieve that theme of kingdom influence and taking off and i'm excited and i think we're off to a pretty good start for the year if i do say so myself so yes now what am i actually going to do these are some habits and things that i'm going to implement for 2023 that is going to help me be more obedient and more disciplined and just have all my dreams come true you know I have a lot of things on my vision board I actually didn't make a vision board but I made a goal board and maybe I should make a vision board I should actually once um I'm done and when I have free time I think I will make a vision board and yeah but I have a list of like you know goals and I'm going not going to tell you the exact goals but I'm going to tell you what habits mindset and things that I'm going to be implementing to help me get there to become that girl to become the version of myself that I see in 2023 to achieve her this is what must happen okay one (laughs) um this has to do with the God side of things Because I think that just has to come first. I think the habits need to start 
at the core of who I am and at the cool and at the core of who I am is God. He's like in the center. So anything I do, like I have to get that part of me situated or else I believe that everything will fail. <laughs> That's just my belief that if I don't have the whole God thing inside me on deck, like if I don't have it in check, if I don't have it moving, shaking, shaping, then everything else will crumble because this podcast is based on the God that is in me. Everything I do is based on the God that is in me. So if I am not cultivating the atmosphere of God that's in me, what am I giving to y'all? I have nothing to say on this mic if I'm not right with God. Um, so yeah, and I have nothing to show the world if I'm not right with God because the part of me that is worth showing is the part of him that is in me. So we have to get that situated first. And what I plan to do is one, first habit. And I know everyone's saying like, Bible reading in the morning and praying all the time. I'm not going to say that because I feel like I say it all the time. And I do it pretty regularly. So these are other things besides, you know, a Bible study in the morning or prayer in the morning. These are other things that I think will take my relationship with God to the next level. One, not only going to church on Sundays. <gasps> I know, I know. Going to church on Sundays regularly is already a commitment. I, it's very hard for me to go to church. Sometimes I'm excited. Some week On some weekends, I'm excited to go to church. But some weekends, I'm just so lazy and tired and I don't want to go. But I end up going and it takes a lot to get me there. So what do you mean don't go to church only on Sundays? What I mean is that my church that I think I'm going to start going to, I haven't fully made the decision, but I think I'm going to, they do Wednesday prayer nights. And the first time I went to one of those Wednesday prayer nights, that was when I felt God, like, speak to me clearly. And I hadn't felt, I had felt far away from God for a while. And I think it's the people that go to the Wednesday night prayer meetings that, like, you know, they need just a little bit more of God than what Sunday is giving them. And that was me. I just hit my breaking point and I was like, okay, God, I just need I need you twice a week. <laughs> no, I need him all days of the week. But I just feel like I needed to be in that church twice a week. And I only went once and that was like maybe a month or two ago. And I haven't gone back to Wednesday. But I think I'm just going to have to make a habit out of it. Um and just go on Wednesdays every week. And I think that gives me just an extra level of closeness that I need. And I think it helps too. So if your church does anything like, you know, a youth night or prayer nights, or maybe they meet on Zoom on Thursdays or they meet every 5 a.m. for prayers, like any extra thing that your church is doing, try to get involved. Try to get involved just for you. Not to say, oh, I'm in church twice a week while I'm always there, blah, blah. But just for actually for your own sake. Because the more you're with people of God and the more 
you're hearing from him, the more you're in his, in his atmosphere. That is what's going to keep you grounded and closer. And I think that I thought that, you know, just waking up and doing my Bible studies and all these things, like they're all good. But I realized it wasn't enough. You know, I was still slipping. I was still not making time for him. I was still not doing well. And so I think doing anything extra, getting involved in anything extra that your church is doing is a great way to start and just not only keeping it on Sundays. Another thing which kind of ties into this as well is maybe joining a team in church. I think I'm going to have to look into that. I really want to do something in the church. I just don't want to be like a bystander. In my church in Massachusetts, I was part of the media team. (laughs) It was kind of an on and off thing, but it felt nice to be part of something doing for the church. And I think that now that I kind of have settled in New York City after three months, I think it's time, you know, to take the extra step and see if I can do anything in church. Maybe help clean up or maybe they're looking for more people on the media team or social media team, youth team, anything. I want to get involved. So I think... And I'm even getting excited just thinking about it, but I want to join a team in church, and I think that will be very beneficial. Third thing, third extra thing I'm doing to bring me closer to God is fasting. I know I spoke a brief bit about fasting earlier last year, maybe around the summer. That was when I was fasting regularly. And when I moved to New York City, I stopped fasting. I think just the whole change and how drastic it was kind of threw me off things. So I hadn't fasted on a Monday in a while. And maybe that's also why everything just felt so slipperily, slippery, slopey was because I was not fasting. And so um, I want to bring back fasting again. And therefore, I am going to. And I don't know if I'm going to do the Mondays. I think I still want to keep the Mondays. I'm just not sure. I might have to switch it up. But, yeah, I might have to switch it up based on my schedule and stuff. But definitely a weekly fast. Joshua Selman always says, if you don't fast a week, you're not serious. If you don't fast once a week, you're not serious. And I think he's true. So I think he's always true. So fasting is definitely something that I'm going to have to implement. So those three things, not only going to church on Sundays, joining a team in church, fasting once a week, in addition to obviously my morning and evening Bible study by myself, you know, listening to worship, listening to sermons, just in addition to all the things I do on a daily basis, these are the three things I'm going to be adding to make sure my relationship in Christ is just stronger than it has been recently. Um, and yeah, um, hope that encourages anybody. If you were looking for a sign to do something, maybe you have a really great voice and your church needs singers, but you're shy. <laughs> maybe this is your sign to, you know, do something. And that's, a little bit on the 
spirituality, Christianity, God aspect. If I'm adding anything, obviously, I'll let you guys know. I won't do anything without letting you guys know. You already know. Maybe some things, but not. <laughs> I will let you know if I implement anything else. This is just what I think is extra that I need to do. Um, and then we're going to go to personal goals, personal habits, personal things that I want to add to my life outside of Christianity. And that is sleeping early and waking up early. I had already been doing that, but I kind of fell off of it, of course. I think I fell off everything when I moved to New York City. I just completely fell off it. So waking up early, sleeping early. I'm also planning to start going to an actual Pilates class. I told you guys I was doing Pilates at home, you know. I want to take it to the next level this year, so I'm going to do maybe a couple classes a week. I know it's expensive, <laughs> so I'm taking it lightly on that, but I still will be working from home, but I'm going to make it a habit to at least go twice a week for an actual class and find one that's near me, a relatively good prize, good studio, all that jazz. Third thing is that I want to read more. Um, and I want to read at least three Christian books. Um, I want to say not every month because that's too much. I want to read at least three Christian books this year. And I know that's just a small goal, but I normally like reading fiction, so I don't. I start Christian books and I never finish them. I don't think I finished one Christian book other than "Good Morning Holy Spirit" by Benny Hinn. Um, so I want to finish at least three Christian books this year. I'm giving myself a lot of time so that I don't, you know, I can actually accomplish it. Because sometimes we have a goal and we're like, "I'm going to be reading." twice a month even though you haven't picked up a book in two years how do you think you're gonna read twice a month two full books a month you can't like maybe you can actually but just start small <laughs> don't go too crazy don't bite off more than you can chew which is what i tend to do so three books a year i'm hoping i'll go more than that but let's see and then seven other books um because i have so many books like, I have so many books, memoirs, romance, <laughs> romance. I feel like I always say that wrong. Roman, romance novels, romance. Yes, maybe. That's how you say it. So, that. So, making it 10 books in total, I want to read this year. And I think I can accomplish it. I read all the time. I read almost every weekday because I read on the train to and from work. But because I only give myself that allotted train time of reading, I'm only reading maybe 30 minutes a day. And then it's just not enough to finish a book in time. So I might have to give myself more time to be reading. I want to stretch regularly. I also want to be mindful of what I'm eating now. Um, I just, I'm always bloated. Like, my stomach is just always 
big. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. I used to wake up with a flat stomach when I was like, you know, in my teens. And now I'm just waking up and my stomach is just big, just waking up. And I know I'm not a big person, so I'm like, why do I just have this pot belly? So that's something I want to focus on is being mindful of what I consume, be mindful of the times that I consume it, and being mindful of, you know, what exactly I'm eating, what's going in my body, and this just you know, my gut health, all that thing. It's just being mindful of my health overall. I want to be reading more about health. I want to just know more about nutrition and wellness so that I'm just not eating everything, you know, by heart, by heart, <laughs> by hats, by hats, and actually be mindful and careful of what I'm consuming. So, yes, and that's it. And all these things, you know, are in addition to what I already do, which would be journaling, you know, uh, what else <laughs> when it comes to personal wellness? Um, journaling, uh, good self-talk. I'm not good at that. Maybe I should put that on the list as well practicing good self-talk I came across a YouTube video where she was saying that you and it's just such a basic it's a basic like advice is not caring what people think but she said it in a way where it really clicked for me that that like you have no control over other people's opinions you like actually cannot do anything about it so why worry about it and I flip-flop between caring about opinions and not caring about opinions. Um, and I some of it has to do with, like, whose opinion it is. Like, if it's just a random person on the internet, I don't really care that much. But if it's, like, someone that I respect, <laughs> and they even still might be a random person on the internet that, like, maybe we follow each other or something, but, like, maybe I care about their opinion, so then I'm, like, trying to look cool and be cool in our interactions, all this stuff. And... I feel like I over I overanalyze and overthink every single interaction that I have with anybody in person. So just trying to be more mindful and knowing that I can't control what other people think. So yeah, and I'm trying to make a routine out of things. So I feel like making it a routine helps you be consistent. Consistency is another thing that's key for me this year. And then... We are off to the business goals. So what I want to do for Welcome to the Kingdom this year is that I want to post weekly with one bonus episode each month. So I want to post five episodes a month. And I'll decide what I want the bonus episode to be. Maybe it'll be a questions episode. Maybe it'll be an interview. Maybe if I have four solo ones I'll have an interview um or like a collab I'm still trying to really figure it out and maybe I should have thought about it before the new year rolled in but I definitely want to have at least five episodes each month I mentioned this earlier but I want to start recording the episodes visually I think it does more good than harm 
and I've realized that's just honestly what I want to do with my channel. I have been MIA on YouTube for so long, but that's because I just don't have space in my life to be vlogging anymore. I don't do anything other than go to work and come back. And so I just have not been vlogging as much. And I mean, I haven't been vlogging at all because I don't have anything to vlog and I don't have any time to edit these vlogs. But I'm thinking if I just record these podcasts, then I can post them on YouTube as a video and keep that stream of income, keep my YouTube audience engaged, hopefully grow the YouTube more because I feel like it's not growing with the vlogs. So maybe like the podcast that will help it grow, you know, with my silly little titles and my crazy topics. I think posting them on YouTube will open a new market and it gives me the chance to, you know, have a visual that I can use on TikTok to promote, promote on Instagram and stuff. I'm just really about my business this year. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, that's the goal for Welcome to the Kingdom. Five episodes a month, visually recording them, posting them on TikTok, Instagram, um, and hopefully doing some more collabs and more interviews. I have a list of people that I want to interview. For some reason, I just... Imposter syndrome is very huge for me where I feel like I can't go up to these people and ask for an interview because they'll say no, but, like, I have an audience. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, I have an audience. Like, I should believe in myself. I feel like I don't believe in myself a lot, which is a thing that I'm praying away this year is the self-doubt and the negative self-talk. So I want to have more episodes, more interviews. Just really take it seriously. Like, watch what happens when you go all in on anything. And I'm trying to give myself an experiment. Like, mm, what would happen if I actually took this seriously? <laughs> so that's 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 the plan. And then, um, so yeah, just being consistent in social media platforms. Just making no excuses, you know. I have a number of follower goal I have in mind. I have monthly earning goal in mind. I have a podcast listen goal in mind that I'm not going to share because if I don't hit them, then you guys will laugh at me. But, yeah, I have a lot of goals in mind. I think that's really the only habit I need to make when it comes to that is consistency because and I'll leave the podcast with this I saw someone write notes from their sermon and the first line because whenever people post their notes like bible notes or sermon notes or anything I just read all of them because I just can't skip past that maybe there's something good in there for me and there was she wrote, or the pastor said, and she wrote, and I quote, the qualification for takeoff is the work you put in to take off. <laughs> so what qualifies you being successful in anything is the work you put in to be successful in it. That's literally the only qualification. That's, that's what verifies you. That's what makes you valid if someone says what did you do to earn this 
why what did you do to deserve this why why you you can say or you can show them the work that you put in or the work you put in speaks for it your speaks for you there will be no questions as to why this success is happening to you because the evidence is there the qualification is the work you put in and that's what i'm going to leave you with today because really you know think about it like really really think about it <laughs> like really think about it because it's true and i think we just sit down and we want things to come to us without much work and we forget that we have to put in the work, you know? And you may be qualified, you may be skilled, you may be great at what you do, but do you put in the work? You need to put in the work. And that's the only thing that's going to qualify you for achieving all the goals that you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love you. I do. And I will talk to you in my next episode. Don't forget to... Well, not that you had this on your to-do list or anything, but maybe consider giving this podcast a review and a rating please <laughs> thanks that is the only way that people will hear about this podcast that's the only way that spotify or apple if you're listening on apple um that's the only way that they will recommend this to others if this gets ratings and reviews so i would really appreciate all the stars in the world you have for me and all the comments you have for me and that will help push it out there into the algorithm. And thank you again. I hope you're having a lovely beginning of the new year. And I hope you achieve everything you want this year. Bye-bye. Life like this is what your life like. Try to live the life right. People really know you push your buttons like type right. This is like a movie, but it's really very lifelike. Every single night, right? Every single fight, right? I was looking at the grammar and I don't even like lights. I was screaming at my daddy, told me it ain't Christ like. I was screaming at the